Uh, welcome back, everybody, to Coffee and Movies. I shouldn't, I shouldn't really say welcome back. It has been a while. I'm so sorry for the inconvenience of scheduling and things like that. I need to become a lot more consistent on this. But uh, I just, you know, been working a lot and been pretty busy. So that's on me. But welcome back. Come on in. Welcome back. Come on. Make yourself comfortable. Here we go. Turn on some heat. If you ain't got no heat, get a cover, grab a pillow. If you're in the car, get comfortable, put on some heat. Get comfortable. Because it's going to be a good show. Um, So, we're back. And we're talking about Spider-Man Far From Home. I'm sorry about the energy. It does sound like I'm a little, um, little out of it right now. But that's because of this movie. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for this movie. I'm going to get a lot of hate for my opinion of this movie. Spider-Man Far From Home. Now, I in my last episode, it was a segment about... Excuse me. It was about um, Spider-Man... <laughs> I just burped into the mic. It was about Spider-Man uh, leaving the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Sony was taking Spider-Man because they do have the rights to uh, the character and trying to make their own little Spider-Verse type thing. But since that uh, segment, Spider-Man is officially back in the MCU, which I am very happy of because, you know, they get to continue this beautiful storyline with Tom Holland as uh, Spider-Man and uh, in the MCU, and I'm very excited. And they also get to... um, you know, correct this DeBasco or, or this DeBasco, however you say that word, uh, in the next movie because Spider-Man: Far From Home is clunky and it is a cluster. You know what? Um, I'm just gonna start it off right away because I have a lot to talk about with this movie. We're gonna get with the non-spoiler review. So you know, of course, this movie starts off uh, as an epilogue you know, from uh, Avengers Endgame. Like I said, I will not get into spoilers, deep spoilers into this movie. You know, it's starting Tom Holland as, you know, Spider-Man, who people, who's everybody's favorite Spider-Man, apparently, um, because I'm a, I'm a Tobey Maguire guy, so that's why I'm a little salty. But I won't take away from Tom Holland as the character. He does a phenomenal job as Spider-Man. And in this movie, he continues doing a phenomenal job. He does a phenomenal job as Peter Parker, uh, I think Tom Holland is a great casting as Spider-Man. It also has uh, Jake Gyllenhaal playing Mysterio, which was a very uh, curious casting to me. I was like, "That's that's a weird one." Um, I'm, I'm I'm probably going to have to talk about in the spoiler review uh, who I would like to see, who would I like to see as Mysterio, but that's past that, and maybe I'll talk about that in the spoiler review. But uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's in it. Samuel Jackson's in it, one of my favorite actors, uh, and a supporting cast. Uh, Zendaya's in it, of course. Um, it's, it's the cast that we have been seeing all along with the, you know, the addition of Jake Gyllenhaal. Let me hold on. That tastes delicious. And um, yeah, but let's dive right into it. I believe this movie. Um, it's, it's fun to watch, you know, it's like, it has so many issues and my whole thing with, um, that didn't sound right. I said, it's fun to watch and it has so many issues. I am really doing terrible. That just shows how rusty I am right now, but in continuing, excuse me for that. No retakes. Um, this movie, let me just start off with, it's very fun to watch. I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. Uh, Like I said, I grew up on the Tobey Maguire trilogy, you know, the Sam Raimi trilogy um, when I was growing up with Tobey Maguire. And I just love those movies. Matter of fact, I got to do some episodes over those. Holy crap. I have not done episodes on those three movies, which I would do. This movie is very fun to watch. Of course, you know, Spider-Man. Who doesn't love Spider-Man? You get to see the new debut of two different suits. Which I'm like, Jesus Christ, they keep putting in new suits in these goddamn movies, but it's whatever. Uh, A very weird plot 
you know, especially when you get into like midpoint of the movie, you know, the plot starts going in a weird direction that you didn't really see. But I'll talk about that in the spoiler review, which I'll keep very brief. Um, this um this movie, I don't know, man. It's hard to talk about it without you know giving any spoilers. But let's just talk. Uh, the acting is pretty good. You know, everybody does their part. Everybody do their thing. Like I said, Tom Holland still does a phenomenal job as Spider-Man and Peter Parker in this fo- in this movie, which he has been doing since Civil War. So um, kudos to him. Kudos to Sam Jackson. Uh, Zendaya's character, which I really wanted to talk about. It's something about her character. I don't know. Like, when I think MJ, I think of that cool you know popular chick that fell in love with that nerdy peter parker kid you know and zendaya is this weird emo type awkward anti-social weirdo in this movie and you know i it works it works for some people i just you know i've never really liked it i'm not saying it like oh i never i didn't like i started excuse me i i didn't start not liking it, you know, just now. I haven't been liking her character since I've seen it in Homecoming. I'm just, you know, it's just, you know, it doesn't do it for me, you know. Um, the uh, Let's talk about the effects. The effects are amazing in this movie. They're pretty damn amazing in this movie. I love it. There's a scene with Mysterio and Spider-Man and the effects are outstanding. A+. Plus. It just shows the development of CGI and special effects and things like that and how they gotten better, you know, in this in in our time and age, you know, it just shows the power of what we have today. Um, Plot wise, this story is very interesting and has a lot of different, you know, it it, it has a lot of different ways it could have went. But I have a problem with this plot because it, it seems like it's a story inside of another story. For me, um, I feel like this plot, I feel like, okay, like I said, this, this story could have went many different ways and they, it's like, it's a left or right way. And, you know, they went the left way when they really should have went right. But that's my own personal opinion. Um, uh, I feel like, like I said, it was many different ways to go with the story, but they, they just went down the most weirdest path with it and it kind of made me a little upset you know it made me very upset it was some different plot holes in here it was different plot points especially in the after credit scenes ooh which I cannot wait to talk about that left me a little like what's next it left you on a huge cliffhanger that an epilogue usually usually doesn't leave you on you know it's an epilogue it's kind of the ending of a story and this is this serving as an epilogue kind of left me like a little, you know, tasteless in my mouth, considering this is the last movie from the phase, you know, the big phase one Marvel Cinematic Universe, you know, now we're about to move into this new age, you know, most of our, our heroes are gone now, and now we're moving into this new age, and, you know, it kind of left a sour taste in my mouth, but now, like I said, for the thousandth time, I'll talk about it in the spoilers. Uh, what else should I talk about? Uh, da, 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 da. Um, not really much to talk about other than that non-spoiler type. Um, like I said, I felt like the 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 pacing was clunky as hell. Jeez Louise, the pacing was clunky, man. It was like, you know, it was it was as clunky. It's like this, okay? It's like you know those pictures of those Rocky Mountains. Not the actual Rocky Mountains, a picture of like a mountain where it goes just up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. That is this movie. It's just up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And it does not stop until the movie is over with. It's literally up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. It's even during the after credit scene. It's up and then it goes down. Then it finishes up. And I'm just like, my, oh my, man. It's, it's. It's it's a mess. It's it's honestly a mess. I feel like it was a lot of ideas pushed into this movie. 
And at the same time, I feel like there was not a lot of ideas pushed into this movie. But, I mean, we just have to wait till the next Spider-Man, pretty much. And luckily for us, you know, he's back in the MCU. So, hooray, we get to Spider-Man. I think it's called Spider-Man Back Home or Spider-Man um, Coming Home. I, I don't know. It's, it always has something to do with home. Uh, so, we'll see from that. But... Overall, in my verdict of this short review, um, I believe this movie was fun because of the people acting in it. I believe Tom Holland, who does his amazing, outstanding job that he usually does, really puts on a show and he does what he does. And he always entertains, you know, as Peter Parker and both Spider-Man, he gives the character depth. And that's the fun part of the movie. We didn't come to see this movie for any other reason but Spider-Man and the foe he has to take on, and some occasional little small stories in between that. But, um, you know, I was actually, I actually liked the, the um, and that's another side note that I want to add in, I actually like the acquisition of Nick Fury being in it a lot more, you know, this is, especially, mm, should I mention that? Hmm. Well, it's whatever, because Avengers been out since, you know, early this year. So I'm going to say so with Tony Stark not being around no more, you know, it's hard for, you know, just this one character and Tom Holland, Spider-Man to just carry this movie by himself, which is, you know, it's kind of hard to say. But, you know, you know, Tony Stark with his side and homecoming and now far away from home, you know, you got Nick Fury kind of being at his side, which I really like. But like I said in my final verdict, this movie was very up and down for me. Um, there's a thing that I have going into a movie. Or my, uh, matter of fact, sitting in a movie and watching. When I'm sitting in a movie and watching it, I, especially a superhero movie, I, the first time I sit down and just watch it and enjoy it and have fun with it. Because that's that's just how I want to do it. I don't want to critique it. I don't bring my notebook with me. I don't take any notes. I just sit down and watch the movie and enjoy it for the first time. But when I'm sitting there and just trying to enjoy the film and I'm and I'm just watching it and seeing issues with it, like on the first run without having to really look at it then that's a problem for me. That's how it was for Captain Marvel. That's how it is for some movies for me. When I'm just sitting there, just trying to enjoy it the first time and I see a lot of issues with it that I just personally see, then yeah, um, it's it's some issues. And then the second time when I saw this movie, I definitely saw a lot of issues and um, that I personally saw. But um, now I got to rate this out of, uh, out of five. Um... Spider-Man Far From Home, are you ready? Gets a three out of five. Three out of five. Here's why. I don't hate this movie, nor do I love this movie. This movie has a lot of issues, but this movie is very fun at the same time. Like I said, this movie is on the shoulders of Tom Holland and Spider-Man. Like this is, they, they are the movie. And when you watch this movie, you'll see why it's not on the shoulders of Jake Gyllenhaal and Mysterio. Because I'm telling you, when that twist come in, which you know, if you're in a, if you're a comic book fan, Mysterio, he's a trickster and things like that. He's a manipulator. You know a twist is coming. Especially if you see if you saw the trailers and things like that. But oh man, I definitely hated Mysterio and Jake Gyllenhaal after that twist. I hated it. I hated this twist. And I'll talk more about that in a spoiler review. But I give it a three because I like Spider-Man. I love it. And the special effects, my goodness, was outstanding. You know, the, the actors really, you know, helped with it. But this movie was not solid. But it wasn't terrible. And it wasn't great. It's right. It's okay. It's not in the middle. It's right you know, you know that little chart where it says, you know, below average, average, proficient in advance. This chart, this movie is right, it's right in between below average and average. And like I said, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate because a lot of people like this movie when I talk to them about it. 
And a lot of people love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. And there's no vendetta against him. I loved I loved Spider-Man Homecoming. And I got to do a podcast over that. Now, you know, when every time I do this podcast, I, I finally start thinking about movies to do. And so, um, yeah, three out of five for me. And pretty much that's my non-spoiler review of Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, I'm about to begin my spoiler review in just a second, right after this quick sponsor. So just stay tuned. And um, yeah, and we'll get into spoilers. I'll be back. And we're back. Ooh, welcome back. Thank you for sitting through that boring ass sponsor. Um, so, spoiler review of Spider-Man Far From Home, part two. And, um, like, um, also, I've been getting questions of why my, uh, podcast is so short. Well, I want to keep it brief. You know, a lot of people don't have two hours and, you know, two hours to listen to a podcast, you know. Maybe that, that good 40-minute podcast is good enough, you know. If it's, if it's, if you can listen to it during a class period then that's good but i know as soon as you know it you know when if this uh podcast begins to grow and things like that you know the episodes will probably be longer and you know when i have guests on the episodes are long um but when it's just me i try to keep it brief and i try to keep it short so uh continuing uh spider-man far from home i'm gonna be brief on this spoiler review i'm just gonna mention highlights I'm not going to go through the whole freaking uh, um, spill of this whole movie because I really don't want to. This movie just leaves a bad taste in my mouth, but it's whatever. So this uh, this movie takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame. Everybody's back. Tony Stark's dead. I know I said that very, very rough. Tony Stark has sadly passed away in Avengers Endgame. Um... Peter Parker, uh, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, he is taking it rough. And that's another thing I really wanted to talk about in the spoiler review. Peter felt a very high pressure to be the next Iron Man. And I don't know if it's just me, but I really didn't care. Spider-Man is Spider-Man. I don't want that. And when I say I don't want, that's personal me. I don't, I'm not saying this is right or wrong. I'm saying personally for me, Spider-Man is too big of a character to, and and he's made too big of a name in MCU to say, I'm going to be the next Iron Man. I don't care. I don't want you to be the next Iron Man. Iron Man was played beautifully by Robert Downey Jr. And I don't want another Iron Man. You're Spider-Man, Tom Holland. You're Spider-Man. Don't try to be... And that's, that just came up so many times in this movie. And I felt like that was another plot in this movie. It was another plot talking point. It was like, are you going to step up to be the next Iron Man? Or, you know, um, especially like in the trailer, it's like, he's like, the world needs the next Iron Man. No, we don't. You're Spider-Man. You're not Iron Man. Lord have mercy. That pissed me off when every time that was mentioned. But it's, okay, moving on. I'm ranting. So, um... Peter wants to take a break from being Spider-Man. He's going on a trip to Paris, Italy, somewhere in that area. I know that's terrible that I don't know where they're going, but it's it's, it's Paris or Italy. I'm just going to say Paris. Just going to say Paris. Yep, Paris. So, um, um, so they're going, so he's going to, um, Paris with uh some classmates and he feels like this is the right time to finally tell mj how he feels and all that blah 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 mess i'm finally actually happy in this movie he's he's gonna make strides on mj which is which is great i was waiting for that um so he he goes to paris and it's this mention this this constant mentioning of peter's tingle not spider not spider sense peter tingle and I know, I know, I know it probably didn't bother people. I know a lot of people probably got a laugh out of it, but I don't know why it bothered me when they said that. I was like, it's Spider-Sense, not Peter Tingle. It made it sound stupid, but 
that's just me. I'm, I'm, I'm like again, I'm ranting, but not everything out of the comics is gonna be in the movie. So I just need to. Uh, I understood. I understand that, and I'm gonna stick with that. So they go to Paris, but there's this, uh, there's this emergency going on where Nick Fury and uh, la, 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 um, and his his other agent, Agent Maria Hill. Um, discovered that there are some uh, villains on the loose, and uh, they're called the um, Internals. Uh, the the uh, I don't know. It's 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 uh, it's these. I'm stuttering a lot in this podcast. Oh my goodness! But we're not, <laughs> but we're not gonna we're not gonna retake. We're just gonna keep on going. I that's that's how we're gonna be doing it around here today. And um. Pretty much, these these big monsters made out of the natural elements, the elementals or whatever the hell they call. They made out of elements. So there's this big monster that's made out of fire, another one out of water, another one out of rock, and then there's the big one. But but we don't hear about that one until the end of the movie. And so Nick Fury needs Peter Parker to um to pretty much help him do this but peter don't want to do it he's on his trip he don't want to um be distracted he just want to have a fun time on vacation and hang out with mj and his friends typical script but that's fine i was cool with that and so uh pretty much nick fury forces him to do the job even if he has to which he does he um he pretty much turns the whole vacation field trip into a mission to where they're going to be ironically in the spots that the um that the villains are going to be at and um pretty much um on their meeting nick fury hands tom holland uh the glasses that tony stark wore called um edith there's a built-in system called edith like how jarvis is built in tony stark's iron man suits there uh in these glasses is called Edith and it's like a built-in system where it controls a lot of stuff that I do not want to get into. These glasses are so powerful that you can have a a hit put on somebody by these glasses. And that that is shown in one of the scenes where pretty much um Peter's not ready for these glasses like, you know, um Edith is um, a very powerful weapon, and through jealousy, Peter can kill somebody easily with these glasses. So I'm gonna explain that. So um, Peter has to be undercover because nobody can know that Spider-Man's in Paris because it's gonna look very fishy. Peter's gone. Spider-Man's here. Hmm. Put the dots together. So uh, they give him this new black suit. Um, pretty much. People thought it was a noir, noir suit. I hope I'm saying that right. I'm, I have a hard time saying that word. Noir, 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 Neymar. Um, okay, I'm gonna stop. It's an all black suit, kind of like a stealth suit. And so while trying to put on the suit in this uh, hidden location, uh, this guy, like, holy crap, it's, it's like I'm trying to focus on the main plot point, but it's so many things I'm forgetting, but... They're not the most important things to me, so I'm just gonna keep keep rolling, Maurice. Keep rolling. So um, this guy uh, that has interest in uh, MJ um, catches Peter and um, stripping his pants down, uh, changing into this outfit, think he's trying to get with this secret agent uh, lady that Peter was talking to. And he takes a photo of him, and he's going to try to expose uh, Peter Parker to MJ. And out of jealousy, uh, while they're on this bus, Peter uh, talks to Edith and um, asks to take out pretty much this dude, this this dude that has a that has a crush on MJ because he's jealous, and he has a picture of Peter with his pants down. Okay, maybe it's just how I'm explaining it. That just sounds just terrible but whatever and um peter destroyed uh, like this like edith is so powerful it can connect into so many different mainframes and systems and it has its own satellite with 
with these with these robots that that if you place a hit on somebody, these robots come down from the satellite and kill them. So P- Peter stops that robot, but it also deletes um but it stops um the dude from uh showing MJ the picture. So Peter's still in the clear. Um from oh crap. Uh before that point, they meet Mysterio played by Jake Gyllenhaal. And I love his outfit. I don't know why. I love the costume design of it. It looks just like some out of the comic, except for like those big prism bracelets, uh, gloves. I don't know if they're bracelets or gloves, but um, I think they're bracelets uh, on his suit. But I love his suit. I love it. I love Mysterio's suit. Everybody, excuse me. Everybody talks about the fishbowl helmet, but I love his suit. And so um, pretty much. Mysterio's helping stop stop these um these um what do I call them um uh, um, these villains until I catch the name these villains these these um these uh world like villains these big old villains that uh have these uh weird like element things to him. I'm having such a hard time trying to explain these villains to the point where I can not talk about it, where I'm having a hard time talking about it. These element villains. I'm going to call it the element villains. Um so pretty much they do that. They they meet uh Mysterio seems like a nice guy. Wow. Okay. But if you're a comic book reader, you know something's up. And I knew something was up this is not just oh jake gyllenhaal's mysterio he's a good guy hell no i knew that from jump street and so um i think this is scenes before yes this was scenes before um the group of the vacation group that peter's rolling with with his classmates run into the first uh internal internal uh element villain which is a hydro villain, which is water. People thought it was Hydro Man. But um, Peter's having a hard time fighting off this guy because, you know, he's an element. But um, Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio comes to the rescue. He stops the, uh, with Peter's help, he stops the uh, the Hydro um, villain. And, yeah, that's the Hydro villain's gone now. And they kind of separate. And then Spider-Man and Mysterio meet finally. And we go from there. Wow, I'm having a hard time talking about this movie. Um, where was I? Okay. Um, so Peter is trying to make more, you know, men's with MJ. He's trying to finally just tell her how he feels. And so this night where they go, uh, they're they're planning on going to this um this party in the streets, but they end up actually going to an opera. Peter was going to give her this necklace and finally tell her how he felt. But sadly, this is the night that Nick Fury and Mysterio needs him as Night Monkey. You heard it. Night Monkey. Night Monkey is the name. But we'll get into that a little bit later. So um, Peter is uh, is finally in his all-black stealth suit. It looks weird as hell, but that's that's the point of a stealth suit. It's not supposed to have all that shiny feel to it like his uh, original suit has or the Iron Spider suit has. It's it's an all black suit with flip up goggles, which is fine. So um, it's mm, how do I explain this? So Spider Man and Mysterio fight this the the baddest. Um, um element villain <laughs> people are gonna be so mad at me for calling them the element villains i know somebody's listening to this right now and they're just going like that's not his real name that's not their real names i don't care so i'm sorry i don't i'm not saying i don't care about your opinion i'm just saying like i don't care like that's not their names because they wasn't actually not factors and so um they fight this uh this fire demon 
together, which was actually really good. Like the, the CGI and effects, that's what I'm talking about. The CGI and effects was so good during the scene. It was so bright. The colors was beautiful and the coordination was great and off the chain. Um, so it was a, like a last ditch efforts. Um, Peter's friend, the big guy and, and this one chick was stuck in his Ferris wheel and that's where uh, Night Monkey came from night monkey and pretty much all the pairs started calling him night monkey after that um and so they defeat this fire demon which was an awesome battle which mysterio tricked us into thinking he was sacrificing himself which he quote-unquote did but he ended up surviving and then after that uh nick fury got mad at peter because he 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 was wanting um peter to step up uh, more as Spider-Man, and it, 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 it it's almost like I heard it from a, another review by uh, Tyrone Magnus, one of my favorite YouTubers. He said it almost felt like Nick Fury was forcing him to be Spider-Man, you know. And if you saw this movie, you'll get that feel too. It's like he, it's like he was forcing him to be Spider-Man, which felt weird. And I, I didn't like it either. I didn't like how he was forcing him to be Spider-Man. Like he's still a kid. Like, you know, he's just trying to be on vacation and all that. So Mysterio and and, um, and, um, and and Peter go to a bar, which was weird. But it's in a different country, so it probably was allowed. But um, they have this talk, Peter and Mysterio. And Peter thought of the... This is the point of the movie where it totally flipped. And I'm grabbing my hair right now of how much this made me so mad. Because this is where, in the point of the film, where it got the rating it did for me. This is where, in the point of the movie, where it totally freaking flipped. And I just lost so much, so much love for this movie. And I began so much hate for this movie. At this point of the movie, so many problems happened. So many things happened to the point where I just could not stand it. So Peter thought of the great idea to give Mysterio... A person that he has not known for more than a week. The glasses that Tony Stark passed down to him. Glasses that are so powerful. You can log into any mainframe. You can hack any system with them. They're so powerful glasses. The the most... It's like the biggest piece of technology in the universe. In the cinematic universe. And he just gives it to Jake Gyllenhaal's character in Mysterio. Just gives it to him. He tells Edith, hey, I want the new owner to be uh, this guy, Mysterio. I know that ain't his name, but it's Mysterio. He gives it to Mysterio. Mysterio seems flattered. Peter finally is about to go just live his normal life since all the battle's done. Because after they defeated the fire demon, they said that was the last one. So Peter could finally just go on his vacation and be happy. Peter leaves the bar. I'm talking about he has not passed the last window yet. He's not completely out the shot. And you start seeing these weird images started going down like like we're in the like a uh, the, like the matrix. And it starts showing projectors. And it showed one of the creepiest smiles I've ever seen in a movie with Jake Gyllenhaal smiling. Just saying, well, that was easier than I well wasn't that just i don't know what the hell he said but he said something about it being easy and that's where you realize if like for the person that doesn't read comics or has no knowledge of mysterio that mysterio is a manipulator and trickster oh like we have not like we didn't see that coming but we (laughs) we sure as hell didn't see how it really came so jake gyllenhaal as mysterio is not only a manipulator and not really who he says he is, but he's actually was a Stark employee who made these projector systems. So the 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 demons that we was talking about, like the like the weird um fuck. See, and that's the bad thing, not knowing the actual names, is because the made up name I gave them, I still can't remember. Um the um um oh my goodness. So the creatures they was fighting throughout the movie were not real. They were digitally, uh, they were holograms. They were holograms. Oh my God. This is where I lost it. They were holograms 
that were created by these projectors that um, Mysterio's character made when he was at Stark Industries. But Tony Stark, okay, okay, let me finish this off. But Tony Stark did not believe in the product. But in Civil War, at the beginning of the movie, y'all remember with uh, Tony Stark presenting um, uh, like his his backstory, his childhood in front of the audience. Um, where he was like CGI Tony Stark, where he used those holograms to um, to pretty much show everybody how how the room looked and how his parents looked and how he looked throughout the entire scene. That was that was the projectors that Mysterio's character made. So Mysterio's not a character from a different dimension. He's not he's not a dude in a fishbowl helmet. He's a dude with something that that looks like people that wear cgi costumes on actual film sets wear with those weird um green screen type like those weird cg uh suits they wear those special effect suits he's actually wearing one of those he actually has a fishbowl helmet but with like microphones inside and he has employees that used to work at Stark Industries with him, controlling most of the stuff. He even has a lady that works on his costume. So he's not actually... So when Mysterio's flying around and things like that, that's not him inside that suit. He's actually somewhere in a different location controlling that. He's not... I don't think he's the one controlling it. It's somebody actually controlling the the like the, the suit. But it's nobody inside the suit. It's just, he's actually just like calling the shots while he's in this green, like this like special effects suit. And I lost it at that point. But it did serve a purpose for like probably my favorite scene in the movie later on. I had to get another sip. I'm just getting dry talking about this. So continuing, which another part of the movie where I hate it. So Mysterio is... Revealed to be a, a regular individual. He's not a supernatural being. Mary, um, Peter takes Mary out, Mary Jane out, um, to finally tell her how her, how he feels for the fifteen thousand time. And Mary Jane says, "He says, Mary Jane, I'm," and she says, "Spider Man," not in a question way like how I just did. She said, "You're Spider Man." And Tom Holland with this stupid look on his face, not trying to convince her that he's not Spider-Man. He just he's just baffled that she even said that. And um, um, out of um, I don't know Mary Jane's backpack pocket, whatever, one of Mysterio's holograms fall on the ground, and he shows one of the holographic demons um, that Mysterio plans on using. And it kind of pretty much sets up the fact that, oh, yeah, Tom Holland, uh, Peter Parker finally figured out that Mysterio's a bad guy. And all the demons they've been fighting have not been real. They've all been holograms. And he needs to get to Nick Fury. Stat. But he doesn't not convince Mary Jane that he's not Spider-Man. He just says, I'm Spider-Man. And they're just she's just in shock because she guessed it. What is going on in this movie? So they go back. The trip has been canceled. The class, the the schools, the the classmates that went on this trip is about to go back because of all the turmoil that's been going on in the, uh, you know, in Paris and Paris. And so Peter goes to this building where Nick Ferry is at, so he can tell him about Mysterio being crooked. Um. And this is my best favorite part of the scene. Uh, scene. This is my favorite part of the movie. So Spider-Man's in there talking to um, Nick Fury. And it comes to find out that was not Nick Fury. That was Mysterio. Ooh. And Mysterio's finally putting together this whole big special effects. To where Peter's whole surroundings is all holographic. And it's not real. But these effects were so off the chain, man. It was so cool. Like, Peter thought Mysterio was behind him. He tried to punch him, but it was actually a a, 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 cylinder, a cylinder block on um, holding up the building. Um, 
my favorite part was when uh it wasn't the the iron man the dead iron man crawling out the grave chasing peter my favorite one was where um mysterious it was the moon and mary jane was right by it and the moon turned into mysterio's head and that was that was freaking off the chain uh spider-man had a whole bunch of mirrors around him and then they all was actual spider-mans and they jumped him it was fantastic um just a i would say that that alone is the price of a mission just seeing that if you're a real film buff like that's that that right there is beautiful to look at and so um mysterio has uh peter dead in his sights he's about to kill him but nick fairy comes out of nowhere and shoots mysterio holy moly he shoots mysterio is this the end of the movie he says Nick Fury asked uh, Spider-Man, who else is he told? He said, Mary Jane and a couple other people. And it wasn't Nick Fury again. It was Mysterio. And Peter Parker gets hit by a train. And he's not dead. So Peter's alive. He calls Happy. And that's another plot point in here that I just forgot about. Happy and Peter's aunt has this fling thing going on. It's, it creeps out Peter a little bit. And it kind of brings up... What I like about it, it brings Peter and Happy close together. They, I, I can definitely see them trying to build Happy and Peter's relationship. Kind of how Tony and Happy's relationship was. But Happy picks him up. Uh, and gives him words of encouragement. And Peter starts to begin uh, his, um, his building of his new suit. Like he does not have any... Like, like he doesn't have a lot of suits now you know but it's actually a pretty cool suit i actually like that's my favorite suit i actually like that suit more than any other suit matter of fact no i take that back i just like the original the original's fine with me it's cool you know it's that that's that old red and, and light blue i love it but that's beyond the point and they have this moment where peter got on like this like this uh gauntlet thing where he's controlling like how the suit looks and Happy looks at him like, oh, man, that's a Tony Stark moment. Like I said, I didn't really care for it. But, you know, it was it was a pretty cool scene. So Peter gets his new suit. And uh, Mysterio is about to do his ultimate plan where... But these holographic, you know, these holographic demons come to find out they're not... They don't... They do damage, you know. They're not just these things that don't do damage. They're not just this visual light show. They actually do damage around the, the, with the things around them. So Mysterio's about to make the biggest holographic beast, you know, of them all. And with all, especially with Edith now, he can get more, you know, holographic um, projectiles and things like that with them. And now he can finally, you know, um, his plan is to make this big beast create a lot of damage. And then he come, Mysterio comes in, this fake Mysterio comes in. And he defeats the beast and he gets all this notoriety. And he becomes a hero. Which I'm just kind of like, that's that's your plan. That's the big comeuppance. You become an actual hero. But that's my thing. Like, you know, he's this, he's this regular dude. He used to work at Stark Industries. And now he's this dude in this fishbowl helmet. Okay. But it's whatever. We continue... He, he, he feel like he's still bamboozling Nick Fury. It all comes down to this final battle. And Spider-Man finally has his... Uh, he's chasing out the Mysterio, but he knows it's holographic. And um, pretty much Nick Fury, being smarter, than he, being smarter than we think he is, knows that Mysterio is not who he says he is. And uh, pretty much is now working against Mysterio. And um, Mysterio's, like, in this weird, like, skywalk. Like, right beneath or, like, right beneath under all the chaos. Or, like, right beside, like, all the chaos that's going on. Spider-Man comes in. Another cool scene happens where he, like, all these projectiles are trying to get him. But they just can't touch him. Like, it's, like, the second coolest scene for me. But it, it was so, it, like I said, that's that's another scene where it's the price of a mission. Like that that was a cool visual effect of a Peter just hopping on one hologram uh, hologram to the another, 
and just dodging these bullets and dodging these holograms and these machines and destroying them one by one with his web shooting. And then he finally catches up to Mysterio, but Mysterio tries to do another, you know, uh, hologram tease with him. Spider-Man defeats the big beast. Um, like I said, uh, Mysterio tried to do like another hologram tease where he puts him like in this weird room where uh, Mysterio has all the power and he's tricking um, Spider-Man. But guess what? Spider-Man got his Peter Tingle, which was pretty cool. This scene was pretty cool. He was moving so swiftly. It was awesome. Even though he was in this space, you know, under this... Um, uh, illusions, these illusions, perfect word to use. This illusions that he was in this one place, but using his uh, spider sense, aka Peter Tingle, he was able to destroy all the holo- holograms, therefore shooting Mysterio on accident. And so, uh, after defeating all the holograms, he wants the glasses back finally. And Mysterio tried to do a double whammy on him, thinking that was him that was shot, but uh. Um, Peter actually, uh, I mean, uh, Mysterio tries to shoot Peter from behind, but the Peter Tingle saves him again, and he finally takes the glasses away from Mysterio, calling off all the drones, and, um, he has possession of Edith again, like that. But like I said, uh, like I said, the Edith thing was weird because, um, when Peter put back on the glasses, Edith didn't, uh, ask him... Uh, didn't ask Mysterio if he wanted to um, give back possession of Edith, a possession of the glasses. Like when Peter, when Peter gave the glasses to Mysterio, he had to do a lot for Mysterio to have access to everything Edith had to offer. And when Peter put back on the glasses, he had all the access once again, which is like, is it like a, is it like a, a memory card thing where it's like he saves like one of the owners? It's weird, but um, Spider-Man prevails. He finally gets that kiss from MJ, which is so damn awkward, which I think that was trying to do. But if that wasn't what the goal was, it was so freaking awkward. And um, the story goes on, but um, that's Spider-Man Far From Home. End credits come. We all stick around. You know why? So end credits come along. Um... This is a big end credit scene because it left. It was a cliffhanger. It was a definite cliffhanger of what's next. Um, and this is why a lot of people got mad because of the Sony thing. Because we really wanted to see what happened from here. Let me take another sip. And so um, pretty much um, Peter takes Mary Jane because she knows he's Spider-Man now. Through, uh, with the web slinging uh, uh, ride along, I guess through the city she's terrified and that was a pretty cool scene to watch and this is what i'm saying where the movie goes up and down up and down up and down up and down the movie goes up and then it goes down see that's where the movie should have stayed down like leave us on that that was cool and then um a surprise cameo that a lot of people did not expect but was very happy to see uh jk simmons um Am I J.K. Simmons? J.K. Simmons. Yep, J.K. Simmons returned as J. Jonah Jameson as the as J. Jonah Jameson for the Daily Bugle, which is now like more of a podcast thing. More, it, I like how they fit that with today's thing. Like, it's not a freaking newspaper no more because like it's like okay, that's kind of weird. It's 2019. Like, that's well in technical. We really want to get technical about it. It's actually 2023 in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I believe, around that time because the five years passed through uh, Endgame. And um, um, yeah. So there's no newspapers. It's just you know, it's, it's screen technology and all that bullcrap. So J. Jonah Jameson, you know, with his usual stake where Spider-Man is a menace. He's not a hero. He's a menace. And they they um. They come up with this news feed where Mysterio, when he still had possession of Edith, uh, pretty much on live television, on the biggest billboard you can find in New York, 
in front of thousands of people and on a media source where a lot of like where billions of people are going to see rats out Spider-Man where he says Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Spider-Man is Peter Parker. And it leaves us on the cliffhanger where Peter Parker's holding his head going, what the flip, you know, you know what to say at the end. And that's the first end credit scene, which left me like, oh, you know, I was I was very baffled by that. But we'll see where that goes. I feel like it's going to take a Civil War turn where he admits that he's Peter Parker, but that's just going to put him in more danger. But I hope to God the Sinister Six come into play on the next on the next movie. But um, the second end credit scene made me even more mad because come to find out Agent Maria Hill and Nick Fury were not actually them. They were scrolls as them sent down by Nick Fury because Nick Fury's on vacation and he sent the scrolls down to be undercover as them to can't pretty much watch over Peter Parker. I have, I don't want to say this right now. Ever since Captain Marvel, ever since what they did to them in Captain Marvel, I have no care for the scrolls. Zero. Zero care. I do not care about the scrolls. Yes, they had the very emotional moment in the Captain Marvel where it come to find out they was good people and they was just trying to find a home and things like that. Oh, whatever. Scrolls are bad guys. They're not good guys. And it's just so... They're just trying to be funny in this second end credit scene, but I just didn't like it. It, it was whack to me. And come to find out Nick Fury's in space. And I think it was like... Um, a sword, I think. Yeah, a sword. Where it's like... It's not... A, it's an intergalactic... Um, I sound like a real nerd when I just said that. It's an intergalactic uh, force, like how S.H.I.E.L.D. was on Earth. Uh, a sword is pretty much that in space you know Captain Marvel's a part of it and things like that and that's where the movie ends and that's Spider-Man Far From Home and that's the spoiler review I had a lot of issues with this movie but it was still fun to watch but I think the I think if this movie didn't end the way it did with the ending and the end credit scene I think I would have been a lot more happier coming out of this movie but the way those end credit scenes left such a sour taste in my mouth to the point where I just I I just did I wasn't happy after it but like I said the acting on top the special effects and you know the fun scenes the action that's the worst the price of price of a mission but this was definitely not one of the most strongest MCU films up to date uh, I didn't really care for this movie but like I said a lot of people I'm gonna get a lot of heat for that but it's fine Well, that was my podcast over Spider-Man Far From Home. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know I've been gone so long, but consistency is coming. It's time to start talking about it and start doing it. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I miss you guys. And more episodes will drop soon. I think my next episode will be uh, It Part 2. Yeah, It Part 2. It Chapter 2. So, yeah, I'm really excited to um, talk about that on the next podcast with y'all. That'll probably drop tomorrow. And this has been Coffee and Movies, guys, and I'm out.